Hey, what's up, Rossars? We're back at it. You're listening to the 10th episode of Rossa Talks. My name is Ahmed Jaffari. Hey, what's up? This is Mohamed Reza, and we are going to talk about Iran's internet usage and social media. Awesome. And for this episode, we have a sponsor. Our sponsor is Adro Ad Exchange. Adro is Iran's first ad exchange for programmatic and space buying with more than 9 billion ad requests per month. The real-time bidding platform has increasingly benefited the advertising industry by auctions that enable ad networks to sell their banner inventory in Iran's desktop and mobile applications. Give it up for this Asada! Adro, we thank you. Um, by the way, we have done a couple of projects with Adro. You can check out our uh, articles on TechRasa. And we have a report on the state of uh, advertising in Iran. And Adro is also the sponsor of this report. So make sure to check it out. Um, you know, share it on your social media, comment on it. And hopefully we're going to have them for, uh, uh, you know, for our future reports too. Yeah. So let's get to it, Hamid. Yeah, so as we said, we're gonna talk about the state of internet and social media usage in Iran. So Mariza, recently we prepared um, a couple of you know, infographics with the help of uh, Nazar, Bazaar. Nazar Bazaar, yeah. So Nazar Bazaar is an Iranian market research platform with, uh, which helps uh, businesses define surveys and sets uh, incentives for consumers to answer them. We actually used their platform to do the research. Mm-hmm. We made the questionnaire, we designed the questionnaire and they did the rest of the work to get the information from people. Yep, and over 3,700 Iranians from, uh, ranging from the age of 18 to 65 answered our questionnaire, of which uh, over 2,800 of them were men and, and the rest... And 900 approximately were women. Were women, yeah, yep. awesome. So, um, it's, I, I think, kind of obvious what was the most popular, uh, you know, social media messaging app. In yeah, the yeah, 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 basically it's obvious, so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Telegram, of course. As we know it. So, um, Marza, how's the state of Telegram in Iran? You have a lot of information about this. App. Telegram is actually uh, booming. It's a kind. Of, it's a phenomenon in Iran. Mm-hmm. You know, because there is no other social media platform available except of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All of them are blocked. Mm-hmm. So, and the Iranian have have a, a weird taste in social media. They use the social media in their own way. <laughs> so, uh, Telegram is kind of a big deal here. Uh, uh, Pavel, Pavel Drov, the founder of Telegram, announced that like a month ago, announced that there are 40 million Iranians users on Telegram yeah. alone. So, you can imagine how big is Telegram in Iran. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the whole uh, the infographic that we are talking about, the state of internet and social media usage, starts with the purpose of internet users. Mm-hmm. So, Hamid, do you want to talk about that? So, yeah, um, uh, the main purpose of um, internet usage in Iran, as people have answered, uh, and you can see it in our infographics, is searching for content. So, um, all, over the 60% of the people who answered this question, the questionnaire they said that they use this um, they use internet for you know 
searching for content, content. and reading uh, stuff over the internet. So, Mohammed, may I ask something? Yeah. This has a specific reason that 60% uh, of people uh, uh, said that they, they are using internet for searching content because 70% 70% of Iranian content are co copy-pasted or it's just garbage, yeah. it's not usable. So Iran, right now in Iran there is a big market for content because yeah. the infrastructure is ready. Uh, we are actually uh, helping uh, the Vice Presidency for Science and Technology. We are in this committee that they are helping them with the strategy to uh, set some rules to actually help the community to produce better and uh, more suitable content for uh, people because yeah. the infrastructure is ready but nobody is uh, giving attention to the actual content yeah and um, into uh, I mean in 2012 uh, we had you know uh, the first um, Persian blogs in Iran such as you know Persian blog and then later we had uh, blog sky and Mihan blog and a lot of Iranian bloggers started to you know uh, write in Farsi and make good content, but I don't know what has happened re recently. It's just, um, as you said, most of the content is co uh, copy pasted. But uh, let's hope it's gonna change in um, near future. So after searching for content, uh, work purposes, and social media, uh, with almost fifty percent uh, are the uh, next choices for people who are using the internet. Exactly, that, uh, and you can see how. Uh, social media has a big role in yeah. uh, using internet in Iran. So the rest uh, would go to uh, messaging apps. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can uh, think of Telegram as a social media yeah. and as a messaging app altogether because it has like weird functionalities. Yeah. So. <laughs> and what's what's interesting here is that reading blogs is the. Uh, least amount in this, you know. Yeah, blogs are dead. Yeah, because blogs are mostly uh, text-based, and people right now they need more interactive, more multimedia content mm -hmm. to uh, to be like to get into, and uh, the rest goes to reading the news and online banking and uh, entertainment. Yeah, and um, so let's talk about social media now. So we said Telegram is big, and then after that is Instagram. As you said, Telegram has 40 million users. What about Instagram? Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, we, we should pay attention uh, to, the, uh, to the statistics. Like uh, Telegram, 80% uh, of uh, people are actually said that they are using Telegram, so it's the most widely used application. After that is Instagram yeah. with 55%. Uh, so uh, we actually uh, did some research on Instagram. We came up with like cool points about Instagram in Iran. Right now on uh, Coffee Bazaar, there are uh, 60 million downloads of Instagram. So you can imagine that uh, on uh, Coffee Bazaar is the uh, local Android uh, market. So people are using Coffee Bazaar. They, they have like 49 uh, million installs on Androids. How so many only Cafe Bazaar and then they have uh, how many downloads are for Instagram? 16? Uh, 16. 16. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember exactly the number of downloads of Cafe Bazaar, but it's uh, more than 40 million. Yeah. So uh, 60 million only on Android devices. And uh, if you're considering the uh, number of iPhones in the country, which would be around 6 to 7 million, mm -hmm. and with the fact that iPhone users 
come on, they like to show off. So <laughs> they're yeah. kind of into Instagram. So if you imagine that only half of them are uh, on Instagram, you can say that uh, there are more than 20 million Instagram users in Iran. Mm -hmm. And uh, Instagram has 700 million users all around the world. And that makes 2.8% of Instagram users Iranian. Yeah. And if you count the, the Iranian diaspora, which is like four, four to five million people, mm -hmm. uh, that goes up to 3%. Mm -hmm. So more than 3% of Instagram users are Iranian, basically. And talking about celebrities getting likes and uh, uh, this kind of stuff, uh, Iranian, uh, like Iranian actress Mahnaz Afshar has like 6 million followers only on uh, Instagram. Uh, and she has the most followers yeah uh, exactly yeah exactly and uh, we actually uh, we watch Game of Thrones <laughs> I guess uh, most of you guys watch Game of Thrones or, or at least you heard about Game of Thrones there is this page um, we accidentally came across this page uh, Game of Thrones facts which is in Persian yeah. which is in Farsi they have uh, 110 thousand uh, followers yeah. on Instagram. We actually head to uh, Game of Thrones official fan page, which has 3.1 million followers. Mm -hmm. And you can see that comparing these two numbers, it's a big number. It shows that uh, Iranians are, you know, there are no barriers between like nations. Yeah. Like the content that is producing on outside of Iran, they have like... It's uh, also been used in Iran Yeah, too. exactly. So, and Iranians are more engaged in comparison to the whole, if you're comparing these two numbers, you can uh, deduce that Iranians are more into social media and they are mm -hmm. more active and they're watching like lots of uh, international TV series. And uh, what else that we came upon it? Um, uh, so something to tell you uh, to tell you guys about is that uh, these infographics we have um, uh, made them about Instagram, LinkedIn, Google Plus, and a couple of other you know social media and messaging apps. And you're gonna uh, you know some of them are already on the website, and the rest you're gonna see um, in the future weeks. They're coming up, yeah. So talking about uh, Instagram. Uh, Instagram uses 80% of, uh, almost 80% of Instagram users, they use it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And some fun facts about Instagram is that the sessions uh, almost takes uh, around 10 to 20 minutes. And people tend to use Instagram uh, after 7 p.m. until 8 a.m. Yeah. So uh, make sure that if you're in Iran, make sure that you publish your post on that During time. That time. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the next social media um, it was that, that was you know interesting for me, and I want to talk about it is Pinterest. I mean Pinterest in Iran is blocked for some reason. I don't know why, but around thirty percent of Pinterest uh, users in our demographic were uh, women, nice. like female users. And almost 40% of uh, Pinterest female users in Iran said that they use this platform to find new services and products. While for Iranian men, this, uh, this number was um, around 25%. And let me see, what else do we have here? And yeah, and we have 61% of women and 15.8% of men in our demographic uh, who said that they trust Pinterest as a source of news and information. 
That's good. Yeah. And um, as I said, um, you're going to, um, you know, uh, see the future um, infographics in the upcoming weeks, such as uh, for Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, Telegram, Telegram is going be, to be the last. Yeah. Yeah. So, so make sure to check them out. And actually, the, talking about Telegram, we had this uh, fake news like the other day that they, mm -hmm. in, it was a domestic news that they, they were telling the Telegram is, uh, would spend $10 million to transfer their servers into Iran. But uh, then Pavel Durov uh, rejected the news and said that it's not uh, authentic yeah. and they are not going to bring the servers into Iran. And the other news is that uh, in previous uh, official news, the uh, government said that uh, all the social media should uh, transfer the servers into Iran for Iranian users. Mm -hmm. But um, right now, it's kind of changed. They are saying that it's all right if the servers are outside of Iran, but uh, only the social media, the applications that are moving their servers into the country would benefit from the incentives that the governments uh, would bring to the social media or applications. That's so, yeah. yeah. And you have some, uh, you had some uh, more statistics about social media. Oh, yeah, I forgot, yeah. I forgot, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the other day, the uh, Minister of Culture and Islamic Guidance uh, you know, in Iran, if you want to get the statistic, you have to be uh, so uh, careful with it, uh, like uh, mainstream news. Yeah. You can find really good statistic uh, on can, uh, officials, uh, officials' speeches. Like, for example, uh, the other day, the Minister of Culture and Islamic Guidance announced that there are 47 million active social media users in Iran. Hmm. So, 47 million. You can can you imagine that it's like really I guess big. They, they've considered social. Um, they've considered messaging apps as uh, social media. Like um, nowadays, too. you can't define the line between social media and messaging apps. Yeah, it's it's like a whole ecosystem. You do payments. You can buy things. You can sell things. You can talk to people. It's like uh, combining uh, all the things together. And uh, during the election day. Uh, the people who were using social media uh, uh, sent around 3 billion messages. Wow. That's a big number. It is. So, and after it, the other thing that you can observe in Iran after the election is that uh, whatever uh, subjects uh, came up like uh, that uh, people really care about, People would talk about it on Twitter. Twitter is a trend right now in Iran. Yeah. So anything that people are uh, want to uh, have an objection to, they would go on Twitter and uh, tweet about it. Do the do uh, do the messaging on Telegram or put in um, uh, like pictures on Instagram with the, the text on it to show their objections to the like uh, upcoming events or the things that they don't like. Uh -huh. So we have many trends uh, in the past month. That uh, be, be, that we, we uh, made a trend on Twitter yeah. about our domestic issues. Yeah. So that's and really I think, interesting. Uh, people are uh, using uh, Twitter more than ever. You know, recently. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like this uh, a yeah. year or two years ago. And uh, as you said, many things are becoming trends on uh, Twitter. 
even with Farsi hashtags. Yeah, exactly. I guess at the end that's a good thing because the government can know what people think and yeah. uh, firsthand without any like middleman or intermediary. Yeah. Uh, so let's just hope that this uh, social media would get unblocked in Iran soon, right? So uh, we have this other news that YouTube and uh, what was the uh, blogger. Other, uh, blogger might be might unblocked. unblocked. Yeah. yeah. So the, the news was that uh, YouTube and Blogger might get unblocked in universities in Iran because the government said it's uh, these two platforms are really useful for, for know, education for education purposes and students could you know uh, use that but uh, a day after this news uh, a government official actually said that there is this possibility that after unblocking these two services in universities um, the whole country might uh, benefit from these uh, exactly. uh, you know, services. And that's funny because uh, you, you're not uh, learning when you're only a student. You can yeah. learn when you're a graduate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you don't have to be a university student. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the news was that the, these two websites would only be accessible inside the universities. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. kind of weird, yeah. you know. So we hope that uh, all these uh, platforms, they can be it a benefit to the country yeah. at the same time that they can uh, people can use it for like other purposes mm -hmm. but i guess that at the end the benefit would be so much more than the uh, damage that it could cost yeah that's true and um marza what do you think if these two you know services get unblocked in iran and we have you know domestic versions of these websites i mean for uh, youtube we have apart yeah uh, which is really popular in Iran, and um, Alpharet, I guess that Alpharet would be out of business. <laughs> you think so? Because no, no, I don't. Because uh, they know the Iranian market. Uh, you know, everything is Farsi. People are used to this platform, and uh, same as Blogger. I mean, we have you know really good blogging services in Iran, such as Mihan Blog. Blogs. But uh, at the end, with the research that we've done. Blogging is like kind of dead. Yeah. So a blogger is not an issue, but YouTube can be a game changer. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, at the end, Alphard uh, went to into so much trouble. You, you know, there are people who post uh, things that uh, are illegal. Yeah. And the government would uh, uh, hold hold responsible uh, hold Alphard responsible for the videos, not the uh, actual people who posted it. Yeah. But with opening up uh, YouTube, uh, who's going to be responsible, you know, yeah. uh, unless they can find a way to block uh, one page or one clip or uh, in this way, they can do it mm -hmm. with the smart fil filtering. Same as what, ha what has happened for Instagram. I mean, exactly. some pages are, you know, uh, blocked exactly. and some content on that page. Exactly, but uh, if you want to compare Apart to YouTube, Apart uh, is going through so much trouble for uh, making their platform available to Iranian. But yeah. if YouTube gets open, uh, no one can uh, hold responsible uh, YouTube yeah. for its content. But the other thing is, um, Apart servers are in Iran. So the, what uh, some of our audience might not know that. Um, the if you um, you know surf the web on you know websites that are Iranian and their servers are you know uh, inside Iran, uh, you pay uh, less money for the one third, I guess. 
Yeah. One third of the uh, international bandwidth. Yeah. yeah. We have like this domestic uh, internet or intranet that, uh, you know, when Opera is hosting in Iran, so it doesn't need to be host outside of Iran. And when a user wants to uh, use the platform, uh, the distance is like really closer than to go to all the nodes outside of Iran coming back. So this int in in intranet thing is a good thing for like producing content. Mm -hmm. And because the uh, international bandwidth is really expensive for Iranians, but uh, in this way with the intranet, like Opart can use it for providing like multimedia content to the people yeah. with like really cheaper price. Yeah. And it can really help uh, the country to grow. Like there are many, uh, I don't know, agencies, studios who can make movies. Uh -huh. So with this platform, they can publish it. They can uh, actually generate money because they can do it on YouTube. Yeah, uh, they and can, but they can on the other it. thing is um, many um, ISPs and mobile operators have you know signed a contract with um, the local websites in Iran to you know the, um, so so the user won't have to pay an extra money for the know, content. The yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it would be as if um, nothing from your internet bandwidth is being used. Actually, it helps other businesses to build upon this uh, cheaper internet. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's all going to be content related, even if it's text or multimedia, videos, movies, whatever. So I think it can create uh, real value for mm -hmm. the community. That's true. To tell you guys a bit uh, about what has happened recently in the um, Iranian tech ecosystem. Uh, the game convention, Iran's game convention, was held uh, last week in Tehran. Yeah. And over 2,000 people attended this event. And I think that uh, by far it was the best conference, that international, I, international conference. conference that I have seen in the country. Yeah. There were like many guests guests outside of Iran, from outside of Iran. Rovio was presented the presented at the event, uh, yeah. the, the uh, maker of Angry Bird uh, a game. And there were many other... Uh, there were, the, uh, you know, the, uh, Europeans and Americans at the conference. We had people from Polygon. Yeah, we had American ones as well? Yeah, we had Americans ones as well, yeah. Ooh, but they, they were in Iran not for business, but for educational purposes. That's good. Yeah. And there were many workshops, many uh, speeches, yeah. and they made it avail available on Operat as well. Mm -hmm. So people who couldn't attend the uh, conference could use the content. Yeah. So let's hope to see more of these events soon. Um, is there anything else to talk about? No, stay tuned, but we are going to bring more podcasts. We, we've been absent, we know, <laughs> we know, and we're sorry. Yeah. And we got so many feedback from people that were nagging that why don't we like uh, give out more podcasts? So here is your answer. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. answering it. <laughs> and uh, one more thing to tell you guys. Uh, we have prepared a FinTech report, Iran's first uh, English FinTech report and you're gonna uh, see it on TechRasa soon. Make sure to uh, see the report when it's out and also make sure to check out our previous reports on Iran's AdTech overview uh, which was sponsored by Adro.
So if you're interested in TechRasa and you like our work, please refer us to your friends, to your colleagues who are interested in Iran's startup ecosystem and tech news. And we're trying to bring you the latest as always. Thanks for listening to us. My name is Ahmed Jafari. This is Mohammad Reza. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.